At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello and welcome to episode 807 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday, another day in the arena. And guys, we got a lot to talk about today, and not all of it is just pure sports betting, uh, you know, breakdowns and content, because we got to talk about a little bit of a tweet beef that went down last night. Uh, And if you hadn't seen, I'm sure uh, on my uh, Twitter, you might have seen uh, some back and forths here. And typically, I am the kind of guy that avoids the tweet beef. I think just generally speaking, uh, there's really no chance you can change people's minds. But it got so bad yesterday, guys, that I reached my tipping point. Now, if you are unfamiliar to what's going on here, and by the way, uh, I do have a four-pack for you. So, spending some afternoon MLB right now, but I do have uh, three bets in Major League Baseball, including a very fishy, fishy favorite. That feels like uh, they are the worst teams. Why are they favored? But three in MLB. I have one play in the NHL. And then... I don't have any plays in the NBA, but there's one thing I want to mention. We do have some trendy dogs tonight, so I am actually have some interesting breakdowns here. No total movement whatsoever, Uh, but we will have a four-pack to discuss. But we got to take a step back because I want to bring you kind of a little bit into my world, and then I want to offer some just takes, and I have to honestly just kind of get on Dr. Melfi's couch in The Sopranos uh, and and, and, pull up a chair to the virtual bar and talk to my uh, my favorite people here about – trolls and how to approach trolls so uh, if you don't know what's going on you know obviously you can go to my twitter page uh it was kind of a a crazy back and forth i didn't mean it to get uh to that degree but at some point guys i feel like you got to defend yourself so i'll take you into my world yesterday so if you guys don't know wednesdays are kind of my biggest uh, you know most busiest days uh, obviously, I do the morning bets pod every morning, right? The sharp report every previous night, and then also uh, do the market insights pod. But then I do uh, some appearances on Vsin throughout the day. So Wednesday's my big one. That's follow the money. I love going on with Mitch and Pauly. They're fantastic. It's on Nesson. It's kind of my my biggest platform all week. So I really try to do my best on those follow the monies. It's kind of my uh, my old Lombardi line opportunity there, where you know we're reaching a bigger audience, and therefore. 
I want to do my best and I want to offer great insight and I want these plays to really win, uh, which I want all plays to win, of course. But uh, here I am on Wednesdays, pretty excited about it. I go on Mitch and Polly. feel like I crushed it. I feel like I was pretty uh, spot on with my analysis. And I look at the plays that we talk about uh, on Mitch and Polly and follow the money. And it was a perfect 3-0. and Talked about the Houston Astros. Winner. Talked about the Mets. Winner. Talked about Minnesota Twins. Winner. So here I am. Great start to the day. 3-0. and Riding high. Feeling good. And then I look in my mentions and I start to blow up. Because you know what? You know what the trolls hate? The trolls hate. When sharp data-driven betting wins, because I think personally it's a threat to them and everything that they believe in. Now, uh, I'll give you some of the replies here because they were unbelievable. I mean, really just looking at it, and again, I'll give you the reason why I had to say something and why that's probably going to be it for me because it's not sustainable to go back and forth. Because you know what I learned? I learned that I think it's personal. I just think they don't like me and they don't like my style, but that's okay because I had someone who uh, messaged me uh, afterwards and really got so much support from you guys. Uh, I really appreciate it. I tweeted a few of them, but uh, all you guys coming to my defense, it really meant a lot to me. So I owe you all a beer when we meet up at the Encore in Boston. But someone DM'd me, and I think they hit the nail on the head. They said, I'm not, this was a quote from someone I, I really respect. They said, I'm not a stock market wizard, nor do I play one on TV, but whenever the narrative is bad, I like to buy. I love seeing all these people tweet at you. Just confirms that you're onto something. Let them hate. You keep winning. Keep it up. So golf clap, golf clap. That was like of all the great advice. And I'm so thankful for all you guys for having my back. That one really resonated with me. So uh, here's why I kind of just got a little perturbed. And again, the same group of, of trolls hang under the bridge. Every article I do, every appearance I do, they just bash me. They tell me I'm an idiot. They tell me I'm stupid. Uh, I'll give you just some of the, the answers or some of the replies to my daily sharp report, which I've been doing for over three years now, almost four years. I don't understand. Maybe because we're winning and it's a threat to them and they're uh, very upset about it, that it really just drives them nuts. I mean, there, there are a lot of snowflakes here. Maybe they need their safe space. But anyway, here are the replies to my sharp report yesterday, which both won. Mets, twins. Sharps have gotten down hard on New York, flipping the Mets from a dog to a favorite, getting 47% bets, 78% money, sharp bet discrepancy. What happens? The Mets win. I also mentioned there how there was sharp under money there, eight and a half, two step under. What happens? The under hits. So boom, nailed that analysis. Next one, Chicago Cubs, uh, Minnesota Twins. Pros have, twins, uh, pros have pounced on Minnesota to win the rubber match, steaming the Twins up minus 150 to minus 160, getting 70% bets, 80% money, heavy combination of pro and Joe support. Boom. What happens? The Twins win. So not only do these people obviously not even read the articles, but they their replies are just downright miserable and mean. And I don't understand why people feel the need. Like, if you think that this style of betting doesn't work, by the way, I have a, uh, an encyclopedia of over 800 podcasts. You can easily, if it's the worst thing in the world, fade me and become a millionaire. Uh, and, but and everything I do is transparent. That's what else I'll we'll get to this in a point uh, in a second here. But there was one troll in particular who I'm going to call the troll king. Uh, who really took it to the next level here. But anyway, these are the replies to my Sharp Report, which was 2-0. and You would think the trolls would bash you when you lose, right? For whatever reason, they bash you even harder when you win. So uh, it goes to show you that we're really getting them uh, pretty, uh, pretty upset here. But anyway, uh, reply from one troll. This is so bad. Come on, man. There are absolutely people at VEASAN who know this is true. This is barstool-level content, maybe worse. So thank you to Phil Holmes for that great constructive feedback. Sharp Report, 2-0. Next one, Van City Knights. This person is associated with DraftKings, so this hot pile of garbage is starting to make more sense. Hot pile of garbage, 2-0. Thanks for reading, Van City Living. Uh, keep on cruising here. What else we got? Jordan Holloman. 
LMAO. I get that we need clicks, but this is an incredible disservice to recreational betters. Might as well tell people to look at StatCast and pick the team with a pitcher with more blue. Incredible disservice, 2-0. Thanks for reading, J.D. Holloman. Uh, next one, Tony Betts. What meaningless word salad disguised as actual information? Meaningless word salad, 2-0. This one I really love because this guy just, just rails me every every single Wednesday when I do follow the money. But Mr. Mucho Betts, I'm shocked. Shocked, I say, that the walking contradiction, cash draining, apple fraud, that's a good one, has three big money line favorites. This clown is so far underwater, even this early in the baseball season, he has no shot. He, he, there's no shot he doesn't drown. I think he means drowned, but either way. Uh, those uh, those big ML favorites, uh, the Mets were minus 115. What are you talking about, bro? Uh, but Mr. Applefraud, 3-0. and uh, Then, of course, there's a bunch of other ones. Uh, another guy called it sharp as cotton. Uh, and just, long story short, they start to attack me. They start to, and I see it. And you know what I've been told a long time ago? Um, I've learned not to feed the trolls. I talk about this all the time, but you know when you go to a zoo and they say, don't feed the animals, don't feed the trolls. And I think overall, that is a great way to do it because number one, you're not going to change their mind. And number two, there is a point to, I think, giving them satisfaction that if you reply, you know, they realize that they've kind of, they've kind of got your goat there a little bit, but I'll be honest with you guys. If you go out to recess every single day and the same group of bullies steal your lunch, spit in your face, knock you down, kick you at recess, make fun of you, and just are constantly um, miserable and mean and just downright, I would just say, just, 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 I'm not even gonna, I don't even know what, what words to call it, but if those bullies continue to rail you every single day, uh, why do they have the right to rail you and you have no right to fight back or defend yourself? So I just had enough. I was feeling good. Like I started my day, crush, follow the money, three and oh, feeling great. Good start to the day. And then I go on Twitter and all it is is hate that I am a loser, I'm a fraud, I'm a hack. Um, it's pretty hilarious to me because I am nothing if not transparent. I have never said ever, ever, ever that I am a professional better. I am not a professional better. I don't set my own numbers in order to be a professional better. You know what that means? It means that you have no other source of income. Your, your income is only dependent upon you being a winning, uh, successful sports better. So I am not a pro better. Uh, I love betting. Uh, and I've developed over time, and it's also like, you know, what a, a lot of these, uh, you know, replies are like, what an amateur, what a disservice, what a disservice it is. Uh, the the free content that I provide, even though it wins and obviously uh, benefits people, and I, again, thank you all for uh, all of your replies here, uh, but I didn't, like, become this overnight. Like, I got my first job in the industry in 2012. I remember interviewing, or 2011, I remember interviewing uh, for my first job at Sports Insights, wearing a Boston Bruins, uh, or, you know, wearing a, a hat to my interview because the Bruins were in the Stanley Cup final. So I've been at this a very long time, guys. I'm not a pro better, never said I was, and I'm pretty transparent about my style of betting. Is it for everyone? No, of course not. But I think if you are a new better and you need a uh, guiding light or a benchmark or just basic approach to sports betting that is going to help you and benefit you to win, lean on the data. Be a market-driven better. Uh, looking at where the public is and the whole premise of everything I do guys is against the public with the house with the pros I start that you know I end every single pod with that little spiel and you guys are probably like you know sick of it by now but I try to just you know kind of really instill that every single pod you're playing a long game you're not going to become a millionaire overnight being a data-driven sports better but it allows you to grind it allows you to turn something into uh, from a hobby into an investment and it allows you to make sharper and smarter bets so the whole point being I'm not a pro I never said I was uh, I also love this reply, like, if he was a real pro, he would just bet professionally. Why does he even need a job in the sports betting industry? Well, did it ever occur to people that I enjoy my job? 
actually, you know, here I am complaining about all the trolls and how they just drove me nuts yesterday, but I actually love my job. I personally think I have the greatest job in the world because I get to cover something that I love. I'm in a career that I'm incredibly invested in. And here's the other thing. If like and people would always talk about this, like a job versus a career. And that always would annoy me because I remember when I had a job, you know, uh, when I was like 2021 20, moved to Boston, my job was working in restaurants. Uh, I was a caterer at MIT. My first job when I moved to Boston, I worked at Jerry Remy sports bar and grill as a server uh, and as a bartender. Uh, and everyone would say, you know, job versus career, job versus career. Well, um, this isn't a job for me. It's a career. I pay, I put a lot into this. I try to do my best. Uh, and I've never claimed to be Billy Walters. So I'm pretty transparent about it. I, you know, and the other people is like, show your records. What are your records? Show me your win loss over a thousand bets, bro, bra. Actually, they say the kids say bra now, bra, B-R-U-H, bra. Everything I do is transparent. Every single podcast, I recap the previous night. Every single podcast is out there for free. Every single sharp report I write is out there for free. So that just kind of drives me insane anyway. But long story short, I don't want to spend all, uh, you know, all podcasts on this because I want to get back to what I really enjoy, which is, you know, breaking down lines, breaking down games and trying to make money. Uh, but this one really took the cake here because this one really, really uh, just took it to a new level. Mr. And Mr. Plus EV Analytics. I have no idea who this is. I've never heard of this guy. I've never met him, never talked to him. Uh, I, have, I have no clue. I've never interacted with him ever in my entire life. So I noticed a couple times he's blasted my sharp reports. It's happened like five or six times. I don't say anything. Basically just saying that my breakdowns are pathetic, terrible, amateur, a detriment to the sports betting industry. Um, and it's just funny because he did it again yesterday. And he said, presented without comment because I wouldn't even know where to begin. Oh, you wouldn't even know where to begin. Oh my God, you are. Oh, what an idiot this guy, Josh, is. Oh my, what he, it's so bad. Mr. Plus EV wouldn't even know where to begin. So let's just read. Let's just read what I wrote. And then, you know, you can tell me if, if you want to know where to begin. Tyler Meagle, 2-0, 1.64 ERA. This line opened with the Padres listed as a short minus-120 road favorite. The Mets a plus-100 home dog. Sharps have gotten down hard on New York, flipping the Mets all the way from a plus-100 dog to a minus-115 favorite. Essentially, the Mets are taking in sharp dog-to-fave line movement. New York is only receiving 47% of bets, but 78% of money, a sharp contrarian bet discrepancy. Non-division favorites receiving 10 cents of steam or more are 30 and 19, 61% this year. Favorites off a loss made the playoffs the previous season are 323 and 190, 63% since 2022. The totals eight and a half with the under juice to minus 115, signaling some underliability and a possible dip down to eight. So what happened? The Mets won the game, so it was spot on the breakdown, and also the under hit. And guess what? The eight and a half did fall to eight. So this Mr. Plus EV Analytics, and the other thing is like. Who really enjoys just bashing other people? Like, I, I don't get that. What part of your life leads you to just blindly bashing people you've never met before? Uh, so I just quote tweet and I said, Mets, with a little check mark, and under, little check mark, thanks for reading. Uh, and then that starts a whole new thing. Uh, he says, you, you, you unblocked me for this? And I said, and this is what really, and I don't, it is what it is, but I just felt like, you know, if you continue to bash me every day. And the other thing is like, again, I don't understand when it wins, you bash me harder. Like, I, I actually was right. You know, you would think these people would either, you know, quiet down or give you props for nailing, uh, you know, a cap on a game. But nope. I said, I blocked you because you ridicule my free content every single day. Everything I do is free. If only I could afford your 2000 a pop, quote unquote, analytics classes. I clicked on this guy's profile. 
Uh, and I don't want to blow him up too much. I never met him before, but you started this fight, buddy. I never interacted with you in my life, and you blast me multiple days telling me that my breakdowns are terrible. So I click on this guy's uh, Twitter profile. He's got a little link here. I click the link. It's interesting. Uh, Mr. Plus EV actually is a tout. He sells these classes, and I had no idea, but there it is. There's a credit card uh, you know, the field there. You can type in all your, in, your, uh, your, uh, your credit card details, and you can take Mr. Plus EV's analytics classes the art of sports betting analytics one then there's number two then there's number three which i bet are just absolutely fantastic but guess what here's the kicker uh you know what the cost is for these analytics courses that mr plus ev provides two thousand dollars a pop two thousand dollars so mr bash free content is then turning around and charging two thousand dollars for these courses here now I think there are opportunities to mend fences. I am not. And here's the other thing, guys. Like, I was fired up yesterday. I just felt like I was being attacked. Everything that I've built my career on, everything that I've been transparent and honest and open about, and I try my hardest, and it really means a lot to me with the trolls to, uh, you know, to ignore it. But then when it reaches a point, uh, to me, I think at some point you have to defend yourself. If the bully keeps punching every day, at some point, you know, you got to punch back. So that's kind of the way that I felt about it. Now, again, after yesterday, I'm going to go back to just ignoring the noise. Um, but... It's just super ironic to me that, you know, someone who bashes you for providing free content that is easily accessible and everything I do is out there. It's all out there for everyone to see. Yet this guy turns around and sells these packages for $2,000. And then how is this guy? He thinks, you know, the other thing he had something like, um, but the, the other thing they do is like, they always want to defend like um, this, like straw man. They create a straw man of like, well, the betting industry is getting bigger and all these these little newbies who have no, nowhere else to go, you know, we want to guide them in the right direction. We want them to win. We want to protect the new bettors. You're protecting new bettors by charging them $2,000 for analytics classes? Give me a break. Now, I'm honestly interested in these analytics classes. Maybe I could learn something. Um, again, this guy seems like a smart guy, but you're like 60 years old and you're attacking me on Twitter. So what does that say about you, Mr. Plus EV? Uh, but anyway... There is an opportunity to mend fences. I think, and this has happened before, there have been people on Twitter who, uh, you know, pretty much give me death threats, and then, you know, we kind of mend a fence, and I, there are a couple in particular I'm thinking of one that, like, I'm now friends with. So, like, we overcame it. So, if we really wanted to overcome this, you know what we would do? We'd set up a phone call. I, I would talk to this Mr. Plus EV, kind of uh, defend myself, lay down my lay down my uh, my points, and um, maybe he would, you know, give me a, a, a toot. Maybe he would be so kind enough uh, to give me a $2,000 voucher to attend uh, his uh, his award-winning betting analytics class. And you know what? Maybe I'd learn something from him. Maybe he'd learn something from me. Maybe we'd become friends. Maybe we'd both help betters to become sharper betters. Uh, but I, I highly doubt that that's going to happen because uh, it happened again after right after this guy, uh, you know, completely just, you know, pretty much just, just destroyed my work, told me I'm worthless and meaningless. Um, he then subtweets me, which he what he's doing now. And it, it's funny because... What's working is now people are reading these articles like love or hate. It's like the Patriots now at this point. Like you love them, you're going to watch them play. This is obviously Brady and Belichick I'm talking about. You love them, you're going to watch the game. You hate them, you're going to watch the game and hate watch them. So either way, we're reaching a level of like people read these articles either to actually uh, hopefully, you know, get insight and win bets like a 3-0 and yesterday or to read it just to ridicule me. Either way, you're, you're clicking the links. I'm getting the clicks. Like uh, we're benefiting VEASAN. This is, this is promoting... Uh, you know, and getting uh, a bigger reach here for our articles. So either way, it, it's kind of a win-win. Um, uh, but uh, I'm even losing track here. But uh, anyway, we, we could have mended fences. We could have, 
Um, you know, we could have, uh, you know, found a way to get around this, but, oh, what I meant was he continues to subtweet me. So I, I looked again today and now what he's doing is he's, uh, and this is what other people do too. Uh, they go to the article, the sharp report, they will clip it. And then what they'll do is they will quote tweet it without tagging me. And then they'll kind of like totally, you know, make fun of what I say. So like today he did this thing about, um, uh, quote, uh, the total is eight and a half juiced up under minus 115 signaling some underliability in a possible move down to eight. So I'll quote tweet that, and then I'll say, what an idiot! What is this, a kindergarten handicapper? And then what happens? The total fell from 8.5 down to 8. So long story short, guys, I want to thank you for allowing me to vent a little bit because, you know, even though I've met a lot of you who listen to the pod, a lot of you I haven't met, but I feel like you're my friends. I feel like if you're listening, you know, you, you have uh, you know been adopted into the Sharp Contrarian uh, data-driven philosophy. So thank you all for giving me the courtesy to kind of just vent here. Uh, and again, this is not who I am. That's the other thing. Like I am not, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Like I don't get into battles. I don't get into tweet beefs, but when you have a group of people who just constantly hammer you and really make it personal, that's the other thing. Like, you know, if I have a bad cap, like, um, I was an idiot in the Super Bowl. I had the, I had the Eagles, you know, the contrarian playing late movement was the chiefs. I made a big mistake in the national championship game. TCU ended up being a trendy dog, Georgia rolls. Like if you want to bash me for making a play that I got beat by the closing line. It wasn't the right call. I, I was with the public when I didn't want to be. Then I totally get that. I'll take that all day. But when you turn it into a personal thing, like you question my integrity. Uh, and the other thing is like, you work for DraftKings, so, so you're trying to make us lose. It's like, no, that has never, ever, ever been my MO. My whole point is I uh, you know, was raised and grew up as a public better. I've learned a few things along the way, and I want to help other betters to become more successful at sports betting by providing a blueprint here. So... Uh, whole point being, I don't love the tweet beefs. I'm going to go back to ignoring it all, but it got so bad yesterday that I just felt like I had to defend myself. At some point, you got to stick up for yourself. Uh, someone told me a long time ago, um, if you don't stick up for yourself, no one else will. So that's kind of been a guiding philosophy here. But anyway, uh, I had to just, you know, kind of put it out there. I want to thank you all for coming to my defense. Uh, and the other thing is like, again, I if we can hammer home, like why this style of betting just makes people makes a certain block of gambling Twitter so upset. I think it boils down to this, guys. There are a group of quote unquote sh uh, pro betters who just cannot stand that there's another way to bet on sports. They cannot fathom that you know, you know, like 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 they're the like we're the pros. You're just like a steam chaser. Like you know, we are the real sharp guys. You're the fraud. You're the fake sharp, and therefore I need to humiliate you, ridicule you. Uh, and, and show everyone what an idiot you are. I think there's a big point with betters. And again, you're working in betting, you know, the, the gamblers, gamblers are, can be some of the best and worst people, obviously. Uh, but whole point being, I think there's this group of quote unquote pros who cannot stand that there is another way to bet on sports. Uh, and, and again, are you become going to become a millionaire? You know, no, but are you going to grind and, and turn us a, a profit and make it more fun that you are making sharp bets? Yes, that is absolutely the case. That is absolutely true. So, I just think as this crowd grows, the, uh, the, you know, the haters here, as they grow, you know, we're just going to continue to cash plays. I'm not going to change anything guys. I'll be totally honest with you. The more hate that I get, it just makes me more and more dedicated and more, uh, hardworking and more, um, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, married to the game, married to the grind to continue to prove that what we're doing is, is, is not the way again, I'm never going to say that. it's not the only way it's not the best way, but it is a viable, functional way to approach sports betting and turn a profit. Uh, and then you know what? Keep hating trolls, trolls, keep trolling. We're just going to keep doing our thing. So, 
Uh, there, there, there it is. You can. That's like a, a rant for the ages here. Uh, I'll go back to ignoring everything because, again, that's not my style. That's not my personality. I don't like getting into fights. Uh, but at some point, you got to defend yourself. So uh, that happened yesterday uh, as we uh, as we as we cashed some bets. But yet uh, the trolls just went absolutely uh, crazy yesterday. But hey, that's what they're there for. Anyway, uh, first half of the pot is over, guys. Uh, I went on a little bit longer than I thought, about a 20 minute rant there. But uh, if you didn't know what happened, now you know. Uh, and I do want to thank everyone for having my back because seriously, all your words of encouragement meant a lot to me. Uh, anyway, guys, going to take a short break. Then we're going to let the trolls get back under the bridge. And we're going to focus on what we love and we enjoy and we're dedicated to. And that means breaking down sharp contrarian bets. So don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong uh, with a four-pack. I got three bets in MLB. I got one bet in the NHL. And then I have kind of a lean or just a kind of a, a, a beware, like a caution tape, a yellow caution tape over a couple of these games here tonight in the NBA plan. So don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong in episode 807 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with. In the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties. And they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The return of Major League Baseball is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 807 of the Market Insights Pod. And you know what? Uh, we got after a little bit last night. Uh, and I'm, I'm not just talking about in the uh, in the, the Twitter cesspool. Uh, you can rewind the uh, the tape there if you want to get the full breakdown. But uh, anyway, on the pod 1 and 2, minus 1.19 units yesterday. Couldn't get the Pelicans under. Couldn't get the Orioles. Did get Tampa Bay there as a buy-low value play. Uh, but overall, it was a good day. Uh, and again, I always... Uh, remind everyone, you know, follow the money appearances, you know, reading the sharp report. We're all part of the same group here. So uh, overall four and two plus 0.97 units. If you had 
uh, earlier in the day, Houston, the Mets, and Minnesota. But anyway, let's get back to doing what we love. Uh, a couple breakdowns here for today. First one on the board, I'm going to go with uh, the New York Yankees. Give me the Yankees here. Yankees are at home. Uh, it is a 7.05 p.m. Eastern time game, Minnesota at New York. And a pretty good steam move here toward the Yankees. The Yankees opened around a minus 135 home favorite. They're now up to minus 145, minus 150. So uh, seen quite a bit of movement here in, in favor of New York. Uh, they're pitching uh, Johnny Brito, 2-0, 0.90 ERA, facing Joe Ryan, 2-0, 3.75 ERA. Uh, but aside from the move toward the Yankees, um, you also have pretty good bet split here, about 80 per- 80% of bets, 90% of money. So again, public likes the pinstripes just because they're the pinstripes. Uh, but Sharps don't really care what the public's doing or not. You know, they're going to bet based on their uh, their edge and their model and their discrepancies. So it looks like when that game opened, you know, 135 Yankees, they said, hey, this is a good number here to back New York. Let's steam New York. Uh, quite a few system matches here. Biggest one would be non-division favorites. So if you're in two different divisions, teams from two different divisions, uh, basically the lack of familiarity, you guys have heard me say this quite a bit, benefits, quote-unquote, the better team. If you're in a divisional matchup, you lean on a dog because that built-in familiarity benefits, quote-unquote, uh, or really levels the playing field, benefits the team getting plus money. Lack of familiarity benefits the better team. So uh, Yankees, with that non-division steam, uh, if you look at non-division favorites getting 10 cents of steam or more, they're 33-19, and 19, 64% this year. Uh, we also have some correlative betting value with Minnesota in New York. So the Yankees are minus 150 now. The total is 8. Now you are seeing some books juiced up to 8.5, so you're not really as much in that low total range anymore. I did notice uh, a little bit of over money came in uh, from the morning. It's like really nice day, 80 degrees. I actually turned on my AC uh, in uh, a suburb of Boston for the first time today. Thank God it started right. Uh, but it's it's pretty hot. It's like 70, 80 degrees. Uh, in New York, it's going to be about 80 degrees, wind blowing out around 7 to 10 miles per hour. Uh, and But both these teams are under teams. Yankees are 7-5 and five to the under. Minnesota 7-3 and 2 to the under. So no play for me on the total, but I like that angle toward New York. Also, Really betting on the Yankees, their bats. They're hitting 249 compared to 236 for Minnesota. And the Yankees are 8 and 3 as a favorite. Minnesota is 0 and 3 uh, to start as a dog. Uh, and I wrote about, or I mentioned this in the morning bets pod, but there are some incredible numbers here on the um, uh, on the uh, on the on the Yankees facing the Twins straight up. So if you go back since 2015, the Yankees have really, really, really had the uh, had the Minnesota Twins number. Since 2015, the Yankees are 34 and 12 against Minnesota, 74 percent. At home, they're 21 and three against the Twinkies, 88 percent, with almost a 40 percent ROI. So, uh, I'll back this team here. I think it's a pretty decent number on a good Yankee team, getting them sub, you know, minus 150 or less. So I'm laying it here in a non-division steam move. Uh, good angle here to the Yanks, better bats, having the Twins number. I'm on the Yankees at minus 150. Next bet for me. This is a late evolving play. I didn't really have this uh, on my radar too much, but it be- continues to be super fishy and super sharp. So I'm going. Cincinnati Reds, believe it or not. Reds are at home against Philly tonight. 6.40 p.m. Eastern time game, so a little bit earlier than 7. Make sure if you want to play this, you get it in early enough. Uh, but if I told you Philly was playing Cincy, probably you walk up to somebody drunk at the bar and ask him who the favorite is. It's Philly, right? Philly went to the World Series last year. Reds have one of the lowest payrolls and lowest win totals this year. But guess who's favored? The Reds are favored. The Reds are a minus 125, minus 130 home favorite. Why on earth are the Reds favored? Over the Phillies. Makes no sense, right? Well, public is leaning Phillies here, yet line keeps going to Cincinnati. Cincinnati opened as low as like minus 110. The Reds are now all the way up to minus 125, minus 130. So, again, why is line going to Cincy if they're, quote-unquote, a terrible team and Philly went to the World Series last year? 
Now, this would match non-division favorites team. I mentioned that a second ago, 63%. So far this year, you're getting less than half the tickets, but almost 60% of the money is on Cincinnati. And really, I think we're putting our stock or our, um, or our bet behind Nick Lodolo. Uh, this kid Lodolo, lefty, been great. 1-0, 1.50 ERA, facing uh, Brady Falter. Uh, who's not bad either, 0 and one 2.61 ERA. But this kid Lodolo, he's a high draft pick. Uh, he deals, uh, and Philly isn't exactly playing great baseball right now. They're obviously waiting for uh, Bryce Harper to get back. Uh, but basically, they have the similar records: four and eight Philly, uh, four and seven Cincinnati. And Cincinnati got swept on the road at Atlanta, but they were competitive in all those games. They lost five four, seven six, and five four, and they were winning some of those games late and into extra innings. So. Um, this is one of those plays where fishy makes no sense. I want to be on the fishy side. That makes no sense. Uh, bullpen, Cincinnati's more rested. They've pitched 9.1 innings their last three games. Philly has pitched 11.1 innings out of the pen their last three, so more fresh and rested Cincy pen. Cincy is 2-1 as a favorite. They're 3-2 at home. Nothing crazy, but they're you know above 500. Meanwhile, Philly is just 2-4 as a dog, 1-5 on the road. So they've really struggled uh, in this spot. And Team ERA, 4.91 for Cincy. You know, doesn't seem that great, but comparatively, Philly's got a 5.28 ERA. So you can kind of break this cap down as just, you know, a basic why on earth is Cincy favored? Fishy makes no sense. And if you guys have learned anything from the pod, and I've learned this a long time ago, if it makes no sense, you want to be on the fishy side. So why on earth is Cincy favored? Why do they open as a short favorite or a pick em kind of play? And why are they getting steamed up so big? Tells me pros like Lodolo tonight. So I'm going Reds. Uh, Reds at a, a very fishy, fishy number. Give me the fishy side. I'm on Reds at minus 125. Uh, last play for me, it's a bigger number here. It's a bet twist versus bet to win play. If you want to you know, consider a run line, I, I don't blame you at all there. Uh, but I'm going Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays at home against Detroit. Big steam move in favor of Toronto. Toronto opened as low as a minus 210, minus 200 home favorite. Now they're up to minus 225, minus 230. So big move here in favor of uh, Toronto. Uh, a couple things to like about the Jays in this spot. Uh, number one, that non-division home favorite steam, uh, 63% so far this season, getting around 90% of bets and money. So it's a public play, but also a lot of respected money moving that uh, moving that line as well. Uh, but also, if you dig a little bit deeper, non-division favorites minus 200 or more, they're 16 and five this year, 76%. Now, when you're laying those bigger numbers, you got to win at a really high rate to overcome the juice, and you actually are profitable. Non-division favorites minus 200 or more, they are. Uh, 16 and five, as I mentioned, 76%, but a 5% ROI. So you're making money despite laying those big numbers, uh, minus 200, uh, plus who made the postseason the previous year. They're 20 and seven, 74%, 3% ROI. But really what I'm banking on Toronto, who's two and zero at home, five and two as a favorite four and two against righties. This is by the way, Spencer Turnbull for Detroit. Oh, and two 13.50 ERA against Chris Bassett, one and one 10.61 ERA. I expect Bassett to pitch better. He was a a good pitcher historically. He was with the Mets last year. He was with Oakland a while. Um, but anyway, really banking on the offense of Toronto, uh, hoping that Detroit can't keep up because offensively, the Jays are hitting 289 versus 198 for Detroit. The Jays almost are hitting 100 points better than Detroit here. Uh, they've scored 67 runs versus just 33. They also have a better uh, pitching staff, 4.84 ERA versus 6.73. Detroit is just 2-9 on the road. Um, and they have the second worst run differential in all of baseball, minus 42. Only the Oakland A's are worse. I think the A's are like minus 49, 48, something like that. Uh, but again, bet trist, not bet to win. It's a big number here, but every play we always make is a bet trist versus bet to win. So I'm on Toronto minus 225. Doesn't mean I'm risking 2.25 units to win one unit. 
I'm just always risking my one unit, no matter what the play is, no matter what the bet type. In this case, trying to get a little, a little less than a half unit back. So three bets for me. Can we get two or more? I'm on the Red Legs, minus 125, Toronto, minus 225, and the Yankees at minus 150. Now over to the NHL. Because if you haven't uh, checked or haven't bet NHL last few days, I don't blame you. I've been kind of pulling back from NHL just because it's been so erratic. And anytime you get, you know, last month or last week of a season, you know, stretch run here, there's nothing to play for for any of these teams. Everyone has either been uh, eliminated or made the playoffs. So there's literally, you know, no reason for any of these games for any motivation here. So that's why I've been kind of, you know, being a little bit careful here with NHL. But I got to admit, guys, it's a bit of a, a bit of a homer play, but I'm going Boston Bruins here. I'm going Bruins on the road at Montreal. It's my last opportunity to bet the bees during the regular season. And for those uh, who live under a rock and have no idea, the Bruins set the record for the greatest regular season of all time. Uh, there's a big debate in Boston sports talk radio. Now who's better the 77 Canadians or the bees or uh, those um, Red Wings teams in the nineties. Uh, I think probably the answer is the Canadians, you know, they had nine hall of famers, but either way, the Bruins this year, 64, 12 and five. If you had bet, Hundred bucks on every Bruins games this year. Every Bruins game this year, it'd be you'd be up around two thousand dollars. That's how good they've been. Now they are going to start Jeremy Swayman. They're going to sit uh, a few of their big guys. I think probably Bergeron, Krejci, some of these guys getting a rest here for the end of the regular season. But there's kind of still something to prove. Even though you feel like the Bruins, you know, they got the record, they're going up to Montreal. Bruins have a lot of uh, Montreal guys. Bergeron's from Montreal. Montgomery, the coach. So I think there's still a reason to go up there and play well and also have a tune-up because you're going to have five days off before the playoff starts. I think you want to play well and continue to have that good momentum going into the postseason. And the fact that you're um, in net, you're playing Swayman, uh, that's a huge thing because there are questions of this kid, Brian Boosie, who's their uh, AHL goalie coming up and starting, but they want to keep Swayman fresh. Hopefully Olmark is okay. He left the last game with an injury. They said it's no big deal, but again, anytime you leave a game, you get worried. But anyway, even though it's a homer play for me, it's the last chance to sweat the bees. It's also a sharp bet. Uh, The Bruins opened as low as a minus 270 road favorite. They're up to minus 300. I see some shops even minus 320 here. I got the Bruins at minus 305. It's a big number. Obviously, it's a bet to risk first bet to win. You're not risking 3.05 units to win. uh, You're not risking 3.05 to win one. You're risking your one unit. So if you even want to go puck line, like I get that too. Uh, but to me, it's a last chance to sweat the bees, and I think they have something to play for still. So um, it's kind of a risk, you know, one unit, trying to get a third of a unit back. Bruins also have a rest advantage. They last played on the 11th versus the 12th for Montreal. Better offense, 3.7 goals a game versus 2.8. Better defense, 2.1 goals allowed versus 3.7. Uh, the Bruins are 56-12 and 12 as a favorite. Montreal, 27-46 and 46 as a dog. And I have a lot of systems here. On Boston, uh, favorite versus arrested road favorite versus a team on the second leg of a back-to-back. Montreal played last night; they lost four to two to the Islanders. Now they got to turn around and play again tonight. So if you are if you are a rested road favorite, you've had more than two days off playing a team on a second leg of a back-to-back. This year, those teams are sixteen and six, seventy-three percent, fifteen percent ROI. That's a seventy-four percent system uh, since twenty seventeen. So that's one of the best systems that I have here. Uh, it's a favorite back back-to-back. What else do we have? A uh, big road fave, 200 or more, 68% this year. So a lot of matches here with the Bees. So, again, last chance to sweat the Bees before the playoff starts. Uh, I'm betting them one unit, risking one unit, trying to get a third of a unit back. Give me the Bruins. Let's go Bees. I got them at minus 305. Now, before we depart, quick comment here on the NBA because there are two play-in games tonight. Uh, And what we've seen thus far, it happened yesterday, um, and the importance of getting the right number, like Bulls-Raptors, that thing closed uh, 114. That total was 216.5, closed 
Now, we beat the closing line with the Pelicans game. Closed 226, 226 and a half. Got under 227. Thing went over. They just kept scoring, and the pace was ridiculous. Said we're probably not going to get this one. But both dogs won outright. Thunder plus five and a half. Uh, Bulls plus six, both winning the game outright. So what are, what's the public doing today? They're all over the two dogs. The Bulls, who are plus five and a half at Miami Heat tonight, and the Thunder, who are plus five and a half at the Timberwolves, both getting a ridiculous amount of bets. 76% of bets are on the Bulls and the points. 67% of bets are on OKC and the points. So right off the bat, we love the gross dogs. We don't like the trendy dogs, the ones that are popular and lose their value. So there's no way I'm taking the Bulls or Thunder tonight. I'm just not doing it. They're the public bet. They're the obvious play after two dogs went out right. You know, you take them again tonight getting points. But it actually looks like the opponents are sharper. I would more rather lean on laying the points than taking them tonight. The Miami Heat open minus five. They're up to five and a half. Why are the Heat rising if the Heat are only getting 24% of bets? So Heat look like a sharp reverse line move. Minnesota looks like a sharp reverse line move. The uh, Timberwolves open. I saw like a minus four and a half, minus five. Now they're up to five and a half. Um, despite the fact that OKC is getting almost 7 out of 10 bets. So my whole word of caution, I'm going to lay off. I actually lean laying the points here. Uh, you know, Obviously, in the end, you're the final arbiter of your bankroll. You get to decide what you want to do. But I would just be a little careful with these trendy dogs. Anytime I see dogs getting 70% of bets, that's like an automatic either lay off or go the other way. So no place for me, but I would just be careful taking these dogs. Who knows? Maybe they went out right. Maybe they cover. But there's no way in hell, H-E double hockey stick, that I'm taking dogs getting 70% of bets way too public. You go, you go to the bar tonight on a thirsty Thursday. Yeah, you got to take the points with the Bulls. Yeah, you got to take OKC in the points. Yeah, uh, the wrong team is favored. Uh, but actually, the other thing is uh, both these teams, you're buying low off a loss. I have a system here in the playoffs uh, where if you uh, lose a game and then you come back in your favor the next, you tend to cover at kind of a high rate. It's a really good buy low, sell high system. And both these teams are rested. Uh, the Heat and the T-Wolves played two days ago, and these other teams played last night. Um, so there's kind of a rest first tired angle uh, as well. So I'd rather lay the points and take them, but I think I'm going to lay off here, focus on MLB, focus on my Boston Bruins, final game before the playoffs. Uh, but that about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights podcast. We hit on it all, guys. We hit on so much that I even didn't even give you my housekeeping. So sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Uh, vison.com slash newsletter. You can read my sharp reports every day. You can either love or hate them, uh, but make sure you read them. That's all that I care. And then, of course, become a pro member, vison.com slash subscribe. Great time to get everything we offer at vison, all the articles beyond the paywall, the best bet picks, live stream of all the vison shows, uh, all the great DraftKings percentages. Uh, and then, of course, follow us on Twitter at vison live. You can follow me at josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vison.com. So, with that being said, Another day here in the arena, guys. See if we can post some winners. Um, my parting words, as always, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun, down in Connecticut, at the Encore in Boston, or Plain Ridge Park Casino, or MGM Springfield, or out in New York, breaking handle records every month uh, in the Empire State, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners where the lowest shoes possible is found at the South Point, or sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy in the crew at Circa. Uh, or the Mandalay Bay or Superbook, wherever, wherever it may be. And my favorite spots to go on in Vegas. You're going to show me a 2-0 sharp report. Show me a Minnesota Twins, New York Mets. Show me a Houston Astros uh, 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 ticket from last night. Show me a Tampa Bay Rays, not sharp, but value play. Best team in baseball at a uh, very low number there. But seriously, guys, uh, I want to thank you all for having my back. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, when people pile on you, it's the ones who come to your defense that mean the most. So you guys know who you are. And that means a lot to me that you had my back on Twitter last night. So no more tweet beefs for your boy. We're not going to change any minds. I think it's personal. 
I can just post winners and they still hate me. Uh, but it tells you that, hey, we're doing something right. And to, to finish up the pod, what was that little nugget I told you? Uh, I'm not a stock, mar- stock market wizard, nor do I play one on TV. But wherever the narrative is bad, I like to buy. I love seeing all the tweet, all these people tweet at you. just confirms through their hate that you're onto something. Keep it up. So we're going to keep it up, guys. Uh, the hate only makes us stronger. Uh, but anyway, guys, enjoy the sweats. Have a great Thursday. I'll be on Sharp Money with my buddy Patrick Maher here uh, in a little bit. Uh, and my parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game here. And if we can consistently find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors long term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Thursday. We'll be back at it tomorrow for Fade the Public Friday. Good luck, everyone. Do not forget to tip your ticket writer. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.